It's the Breaking Axles podcast. We break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka your goat's favorite British guy. And my name is Chris Mitchell, aka the actual factual, specializing in the art of actual facts all the time. <laughs> it's like a professor, right? Like, you Come know, on, you're, a prof- you're a professor of actual facts. Bro, I'm, being, I'm being called the actual factual outside of podcast walls. It's mad. You should be. That's your brand now. No, like, bro, I, I, I have to salute you. I gotta buy you. I gotta buy you, like, um, I know you're a vegetarian. What sandwich do you eat? What sandwich? Yeah. Cheese, cheese, onion, that. Yeah, yeah, cheese, I'm onion. I'm going to have, have to hold a cheese and onion sandwich for you and say thanks, bro. It's a sandwich. So it's a branding thing, bro. Wait, is, it, yeah, is, that, I'm, is I'm, that all you eat? Like the sandwich is cheese and onion. No, I, I, I have I have varying tastes. Okay. I'll, I mean, I mean, I'm thinking about getting you a varsity jacket, a breaking out varsity jacket. Bro, can we get this them? guy's talking about? Get, can we get? Yeah, them? I'm sewing it. I'm sewing it. I'm sewing it. Well, I'm going to get like the BA logo. Come on. Like the BA, like, you know, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a varsity jacket. It's going to be me and you. Only me and you going to have it. Two of two in that. Yeah, two of two in that. But you're going to get me a sandwich. That's the same yeah, thing, man. Like for like, <laughs> isn't it? You get me a jacket, I get you a sandwich. Okay. So the, um, let's let's talk about, let's talk about what's happened. Um, we've reverted back to our old way of doing intro at the beginning, the interview, the outro, yes, et cetera. Right? Yes, yes. So the reason why that is, is because I had an outage in a national grid in my area. Um, just as we were about to log on and do the interview, power goes out and my hotspot was trash. Uh, my 4G was trash. Um, everything's trash. Um, so Chris had to hold it down. Thank you for doing that. No, I no worries. That. I want you to know I said free summit, innit? Yeah, free summit. <laughs> yeah, my free summit, bro. <laughs> that's 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 hilarious but no i think um i was really looking forward to this interview as you're here um i'm all over the place as you're here chris is calmed and composed but i was just like stressing out because i didn't want to miss this interview this is the interview i didn't want to miss i want to be part of this interview i wanted to speak to him because i wanted to give him his flowers and tell him how i really feel because this is what this podcast is all about um but yeah we have ruben vincent north carolina's own um, someone that I know you've wanted on the podcast for a very long time, Chris, and you've respected way before everyone jumped on the bandwagon. Um, that's why you're the actual factual. Um, I try, bro. I, I, ha- I have to sometimes just check what's going on in it. And I told him, I said, bro, I ain't know who you was, bruv. I just, I saw, I saw the Stranger Things cover. Yeah. I saw Jamna. Yes, yes. That's it. That's all I needed to know. That's it. But it's, it's the brand we can trust and that's why it's important. Exactly. And, and Jamla are really doing some things yes and i and i've got a lot of respect for everyone up there um because it's a collective effort uh, so ruben has released a brand new album jamler rock nation love is war i really like the album me too everyone can have their own opinion but i really like the album um and i think it will serve him in real good stead in in his career and and people will come back to him, refer back to it and realize that um, while they may have not lauded it in the same way as we, you and I would, I think they'll come back to it and 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 say, actually, yeah, we were wrong. And I'll stand on that. Mm. I'll stand in five, ten years. People come back to this album when they hear Ruben's vision, his prophecy, his truth through the next few albums. I think they'll come back to this and go, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I saw, especially when the coach by the best in the game. I think there's a larger, you know, um, strategy at play. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. So people will come back and go, oh, I missed that. Yeah, sometimes think, sometimes think... I feel like the food season and sit in it. You know when you yeah, make a yeah. steak in it, sometimes the worst thing to do is eat the steak as soon as you cook it. You have to let it sit. I only, You've got to let bro, it sit. I'm from a black household, fam. I don't know all yeah. it. Bro, it was, it was my wife who taught me about letting the food sit. I'm like, what do you mean sit? You have to let the food you sit. Know about right. food. Bro, when it come out the oven, you eat it. Is that what, is that what you That's how okay. I was raised, you know, bro. You, and no, that's okay. There's, that's love. It's not a wrong, wrong thing. No, no, like, it's wrong, bro. You got to let it sit. Now, now, now you let it sit, and it's the same with music. Sometimes you just got to let it sit. Got let it sit. And dal as well. It's the same dal as well. Like if you're lentils, you got to let it sit. You can't just cook it and eat it. You've got to, you've got to let it sit so that the spices marinate, the seasoning marinates go. together. But there we go. You know, there we go. And I, 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 I strongly feel that. So I appreciate Ruben for his time. I appreciate you. No worries, bro. Um, I'm sure this is a great interview. I missed like all of it. Um, don't say so, that. Don't say that. Well, well done to my, my clock says Please. one hour. Okay, 
That's what I'm saying. Are you giving me Oscar no, music? No, no, I'm saying I mean, you could have missed all of it. It says one hour. So what, what, have, we, what have we been doing in it? Take time. Take this, time. This, this, this is true. This is true. This is Ruben Vincent, Breaking Access Podcast. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Chris Mitchell, a.k.a. The Actual Factual. And today we have a very, very special guest. And I know we say this every week, but... This guest is very special. In, here in Breaking Atoms, we have built our brand and our reputation by interviewing the legends of the game. We've spoken to OC. We've spoken to Pete Rock. We have spoken to Apollo Brown, Mike Geronimo. The list is long. But what we want to do on, on our return in 2022, we want to speak to who we believe are the future legends, the emerging eyes, the people who are making their stamp now, the people who are going to be the people holding classics in 20, 30 years from now. And I'm very excited to speak to this young man. His name is Ruben Vincent, Jamla representative, now Rock Nation. I see the glow up. I see the come up. Um, I bought his album Myers Park in 2017. This is when he was a young buck, 15, 16 years old. He's a bit older now. The, the voice is deeper. He's got hair on his face and he has just released an incredible, incredible project called Love Is War. Mr. Ruben Vincent, I'm calling you Mr. even though I'm older than you because that's the respect level I have. Mr. Ruben Vincent, how are you today? Man, I'm blessed, man. You know, every day above ground is a blessing. Um, here working, working hard, ripping and running. Just got from Atlanta yesterday. I'm back home now, but you know, I got a couple little uh, sit down time before I fly out to New York. So, you know, just ripping and running, man. Just just getting there, by getting in people's faces, making sure they hear music. So, you know, I'm blessed, man. Can't complain. How are you? Uh, bro, I, I'm great, man. I'm good. I just want to say for the benefit of our listeners, normally Summit is is here and he does the intros and the outros and all that nice stuff. He's just had a power outage. Um, and this well, is what happens when you live in the upside down. You cannot rely on electricity and internet connection, but he may be joining us in the middle of the conversation. But other than that, bro, I'm good. I had a busy day. I'm, on, I'm, a, pod, I'm a podcast producer. So oh. I've been in the studio all day and then I went to the record shop, touched some records. I just had to get back to my happy space oh. and I'm here now. So you are the last call I have for the rest of the week. So we're going to make this one a dope one. Love it. is war, bro. Again, yes. I said this off the call. Congratulations on releasing such a well-rounded, cohesive project. You've been out for a few years now, but I really yeah. feel as a listener, I, I'm starting to find out who... Ruben Vincent really is just starting to peel back those layers. Right. Right. As as an artist, I know the album making process can sometimes be convoluted or, you know, you might be working on a song and you're thinking, okay, this is setting the tone for the album. But can you tell me what starting the album was like for you? Was it like, I'm starting an album today or was it more so, oh, we've got a number of songs. Can you explain that process for me? Um, For me, this project, you know, it wasn't necessarily oh, this is the album name, this is the concept, this is how we're going to do it. I think for me, I was living life. And as I was living life, the songs was being made. And then we got to a point where I was like, man, I'm ready to put a project out. And, you know, I had these batch of songs where I didn't know necessarily where they were going to go, what they were going to be about. I didn't really know the title, but I knew that they all had a cohesive message. And, you know, I had to really sit down with myself and be like, what am I talking about or what am I going through? in these last couple of years. The first song that actually I recorded was Butterfly Doors. Butterfly Doors was the first song I recorded and that was the beginning of COVID. Um, you know, when everybody was on lockdown, I had bought like a, a mic at my crib. I set it up in my room. I hit Crisis up and I was like, yo, send me some beats. And Crisis sent me that beat and I just freestyled that. So that was like the first song I did. And then from that, that was like 2020. So from 2020 to 2022, was me working on this project, just making records, living life. And, you know, the the things that I was seeing, you know, come and translate to records. And then one day I was like, man, I got the I got the title, Love is War. And then it, it went from there. <laughs> Dope. Shout out to Crisis. We had him on the podcast too. I love that guy. Love Shout that guy. Butterfly Doors has got, it's got one of the, that's the first song on the album, right? Sorry, yes, sir. Dude, as a writer, I got to salute you for some of those lines on that song. I think what I, I love about you and some other artists is that you're able to create quotables that aren't necessarily in your face punchlines. They're subtle, okay. but they're sneaky. The line where you said, I dozed off watching Martin, it was all a dream. I yeah. was like, yes. 
<laughs> yes. The way you were able to pull the two Martins together in a way that made sense, I thought was dope. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's that's what I'm all about, man. I grew up on, you know, the Jay-Z's of the world, the Kendrick Lamar's of the world, um, you know, the Andre 3000 of the world where you had to kind of listen to their records a couple times to catch what they say. So, you know, anytime I'm writing, I just try to make sure I put, you know, those little gems in there that you might you might not just get off gate. But when you listen back, you know, I love getting them calls from people where they like, yo, man, I was listening to the song again today. And I was like, man, I just caught that line. You said at such and such time like that, that gets a rise out of me. So I'm glad you noticed that. Yeah, dope, dope, dope. Um, one of the things that me and Summit been talking about behind the scenes is not just the maturity in subject matter, but just in your voice. You know, the the, 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 the delivery, I listen to it and I'm like, it sounds so intentional. Like, mm -hmm. it reminds me almost like, you know, when you listen to Ready to Die, you know, Biggie's voice high-pitched and paranoid. And then when Life After Death came around, way more controlled, a lot deeper. And I feel like I get the same impression from, from you. Like, talk about the developing in your voice. Was was it a conscious thing in terms of how you develop, uh, you deliver your lyrics going forward? Um, For me, it was just maturity, honestly. I feel like, you know, people met me fairly early and met me where I was still, you know, working on, I was a diamond in the rough, rough around my edges, um, still trying to figure out who I was as a person, what I wanted to talk about. Somebody just rang the doorbell. I don't know who that is, but they Did you want to... Do you want to answer it? <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. It's probably okay. a package. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, nah, um, you know, for me, you know, that was that was one thing that I realized definitely in this project is my voice changed, but I think it's just with growth. And, you know, even for people like when I when I go out, like even yesterday I was in Atlanta and I was like, somebody was, I was like, how old do you think I am? And it was like, like 26. And I was like, they was like, what? They, they was like, not when I told them I was 22, they was like, what? And it's, it's, it's because, you know, I've lived so much in that span of time and music grows you, especially when you're always working and I'm around a lot of older people, you know what I mean? Especially even growing up, like when I was a kid, I always was hanging out with my cousins who was like 15, 16 when I was like eight years old. So I feel like, you know, it just rubbed off on me and it just reflects into my voice and, you know, how I carry myself and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know. I'm it's trying really to find that balance of like, letting people know I'm young. Like that's my my goal moving forward of like having that old soul, but being able to, you know, utilize it to the way where, you know, people who are my age could like, you know, grasp it and understand that I am 22, you know what I mean? Or 23 or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Mm, it's really interesting that you say that because that was something I wanted to ask you later in the interview where I feel I'm 40. Yeah. And sometimes I feel from where I'm standing here in the UK, there's this this generational thing going on. There's this push and pull. You got the young heads and then there's the old heads. And then when I listen to you, yeah. I feel like you kind of bridge that gap in a sense. Yeah, you're young and you have a youthful perspective, but there's a bit of experience. And I just wanted to find, is it from hanging around with ninth or, you know, I just, I just wanted to get your opinion on it. Like, how do you, what do you do to, to, to balance that in a sense of, yeah, I want to maintain my youth and I enjoy my, my youth but I also have the experience around me. Like, is that something that you 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 tap into regularly? Definitely. Uh, you know, I think the reason why I carry such a, you know, necessarily an old soul of what people say are wisdom is because of the wisdom that my mother gave me, my, the wisdom that, you know, people like Knife gave me, my OGs always gave me. But, um, you know, I do have a young side. And, you know, it, it, it shows sometimes and it doesn't, it shows here and there, but I feel like musically, you know, I came up on a lot of things that was way older than, you know what I mean? And uh, and nothing's wrong with that, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, there was a lot of records that I've heard from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. And, you know, I just know great music and I wanted to study the greats. So even when you talk about Ready to Die, like I was 13 studying Ready to Die because I was like, I want to be great like that. And to even that point, Biggie made Ready to Die when he was like 21. So it's like, it's not off that I'm making music like that. It just seems so fine because we live in a time where, you know, a lot of artists are not necessarily putting a lot of substance in their music. But if you go back to the 90s, all the people that was making substance was my age. It just looks like it's alienated now in 2023. You know what I mean? So, you know, for me, you know, my goal is to, you know, kind of married to both and that's that's what i've been trying to do and you know I, I still feel like i got more work to do on that but you know i i think the goal for me is to be a longevity artist and have a long long-term career so i want 
people that have a, a timestamp of what I was thinking about when I was 16, what I was thinking about when I was 19, 22 now, and then so on and so on. But it shouldn't be nothing wrong. And that's why I want to show young people is nothing wrong to have a certain type of substance or, you know, have a certain type of depth to you at a young age. Like, that's OK. And, you know, I, I, I battle it because I'm always the I'm the old man in my friend group. Cause I'm always like, yo, we need to be doing this. And then I like, but it's just, it just, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I, I've been here before uh, in some, in some shape or form. So, yeah. yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I, 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 you mentioned you studied Ready to Die. And before we get back into the album, can you share some of those albums that you studied and that you can say, you know, was part of the Ruben Vincent uh, listening curriculum? What were some of the ones that you said, all right, I'm going to sit down and break these down? Um, Reasonable Doubt, AT Aliens, Aquimini, um, College Dropout, um, Good Kid, Mad City, um, Nas is Illmatic, and it was written. Um, the Biggie, rec both Biggie records, uh, Me Against the World was a big, like, you know, 13, like, and especially even to the add to me be having an old soul, I grew up quick because by the time I was 13, my mom, and her ex-husband had kind of like, you know, fell out. So I had to kind of be the man of the house. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. I'm the oldest out of my siblings. So I'm taking care of my siblings, making sure my mom is good. So I feel like I carry a lot of that. But around that time, Me Against the World by Tupac was like my playlist, like going to school because I was just such in a dark place. You know what I'm saying? Like at 13, but, um, you know, those are some albums. Then, you know, Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie Wonder. Uh, you know, a couple Bob Marley albums. I'm African, so, you know, uh, I listen to Fela like Kuti a lot. Uh, you know, um, Erica Badu's uh, Baduism and Mama's Gun. I studied Warren Hill's Miseducation, uh, Sade's Diamond Life. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just a music studier off the wall, too. And then Hov's, Hov's Reasonable Doubt and Blueprint are two albums I studied heavy. Dope, dope. In, talking about um, Reasonable Doubt and the Blueprint, what we've got to do, we've got to send you here at Breaking Atoms, we did two documentaries yeah. on the making of Reasonable Doubt and the Blueprint. And we I might spoke probably. <laughs> may, you may have. We spoke to like um Jazzo, uh Clark Kent. We found the engineers who recorded the album. We'll send you a link, um, just in case you ha you haven't heard. I think you'd appreciate it. Okay, for sure. I definitely need that. One thing about those albums, you know, you've mentioned a lot of classics, but those albums are sequenced in a way that they tell stories. You know, mm -hmm. you press play. You can listen from top to bottom on all those albums that you mentioned. Talk about the sequencing for Love Is War. What was the process in terms of sequencing? And was it a group effort? Was it you? Can you paint that picture for us a little? Um, it was definitely a group effort. For the most part, it was uh, me and Guru um, in his uh, apartment in L.A. And we was kind of, you know, waking up every morning, you know, eating breakfast and like, all right, how are we going to sequence this project? And... If people look at it, I, I don't think I, I have went into this in depth, but if you start the project off, Butterfly Doors and Geechee Suede is me speaking from my ego. You know what I mean? Like my ego, I'm very bravado, very like, you know, just, just bragging about everything. You know what I'm saying? Just showing my lyrical ability, flexing, showing the man ego, you know, looks just like a dream comes in and it's like, now I'm talking about, you know, getting to see some of my dreams manifest into my real life, how, you know, that's affected, you know, generations before me, the dreams my generations have before me, my my family's dream, them coming to America, uh, you know, and then it goes into all the things that, you know, I feel like we use to find love externally and internally, whether it's money, whether it's, you know, alcohol assumption, whether it's women. Um, so you go through all of these cycles of things that young men see, you know, to try to get love or fill a void. And then at the end, I come to this point of realization where it's like self-love. That's why even on Levi G's, I say I got a new vendetta because it's like now I'm finding this new war where the war that I was looking for was the battle between my, the war that I was having was the battle between myself. And now I'm having a battle with love and, and finding love within me and then point of view ended it off with like breaking away from all that. So that was me kind of trying to tell that story, that sequence of where I started when the pro when I start first started working on the project and where it ended off. You know, and like, you know, me going through the motions of being 20 and 19 and feeling like I have it all figured out and me just realizing, man, I'm just in my ego war. I got stuff I got to battle through, you know what I mean? And then breaking all of those down in songs and songs and then getting to the end of the record where I'm like, I got to shine through that. 
Yeah. So that was kind of like set the sequence of the project up to tell that story of who I am as Ruben. Dope, dope. Were there any songs left over? Yes, definitely. There was a there was a record. There was a few records that uh, there was one record that Knife produced that sampled India Re called uh, the Brown Skin record that she had, and it was fire. It just didn't make the cut. I had I had many records, man. I had so many records. I had so many like you know detours and like just different things that couldn't make it. It was one record that we was trying to put on there, like and I wholeheartedly believe that if this record would have made the project up, and we might still pull it out. But it was me like tapping into like my my African side, and it, it was a very Afro beat production beat. It, and yeah, but we couldn't get the sample clear. But I was trying to show my I was trying to show my versatility of versatility in that song. And we had a uh, Questy author who's just an amazing artist from uh, Ghana, and we it was just a record like I, it was uh, it was an undeniable record. Like I hope like unbiased. Like if you hear that in the party, that was the record that. You know, the it's a lot of substance in this album, but I feel like that was the record that, you know, you could get off in the club. And it still has a message to it, but it, it makes you dance. But we just couldn't get the sample clear. Damn sample clearance, man. How many you know, you know how many I, I sometimes think, Ruben, like how many records we're not gonna get to hear. Not to say that's gonna happen with this one, but right. how many records we're not gonna get to hear because of sample clearance is so frustrating for me as a fan. Man, I got so many in the vault. That I know that we is gonna be a, a a hard time pulling to get those samples cleared. Shout out to Jenny Jackson though, because she cleared Tom Flies for us. And that was that was really solid with her. So, you know, shout out to her, man. I got a confession to make, Ruben. What's up? I've got a song with that same sample on my next project. For real? Yeah. Oh man, great well, monster light, bro. <laughs> bro, when I heard it, I was like, okay, the universe is talking. You and right. look, shout out to Jenny Jackson, because like, you know. Janet Jackson is Janet Jackson, you know. She don't clear samples for everybody. Right, right. Facts. That's a yeah, fact. She don't clear. Yeah, she don't. I was scared. I was like, man, because we had already didn't get the other one cleared that I'm talking about. So I was like, man, if I get this, uh, if the Janet Jackson one don't get cleared, I'm going to be messed up because that's too pop. Like, that song that didn't get cleared in Time Flies, I think, are very too powerful songs in the project. And, you know, the fact that we couldn't get the other one clear just really, like, was, like, crushing me. But, you know, we're going to try to piggyback off it. But shout out to Janet because she looked out. Shout out to Jimmy Jam. They heard the record and loved it. They was like, this is incredible. Um, So, yeah, man, that was really, that was really dope. Dope, dope. So, you know, throughout this album, you know, you've got these many moods of Ruben where you're, you're teaching us uh, about yourself and you're opening up. But let's look inward for a minute. Like, what would you say are some of the things you learn about yourself during the making of this pro this project? Man, um, you know, one of, one of the things that I learned about myself is, you know, having to take accountability for some of my actions um, and being accountable. Um, one, another thing that I've learned about myself is my ability to be observant um, and how, the, the strength in there. And being vulnerable is straight. Like, you know, to your point, like when you were saying earlier, like this is the first album you feel like you got to know me. Um, I feel like my last two projects, Myers Park and Boy Meets World, I was a little bit more younger. So I feel like more so I was proving that I could rap more so than telling people about who I am, you know, personally. Um, and honestly, like I was in a I was in a, a mind state of like, you know, I didn't know how I wasn't comfortable with shedding some of the things that, you know, are uncomfortable to talk about. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, like, you know, I don't know if people want to hear that. I don't want people to like clown me and be like, oh, he went through this and all of this stuff. And then I realized like one day I was just sitting with myself after I went to go see Terrence Martin and I was playing him like original, like the very first early version of Love is War. And he was like, I love these songs you rapping, but who are you? And when he said that to me, it, it, it uh, like a, a a switch went off in my mind. Like, okay, like I need to like bear myself. I need to like, you know, let go of some of these things that I've been holding in and, and trying to keep and you know suppress and stuff like that and put them on the music. So you know, just definitely being vulnerable, um, you know, and observing. I feel like a lot of these songs too come from my observations of things that I've seen in my life, seen in my family's life, seen in you know people around me, and you know how that how that can help. And I also learned that you know, it's okay to not know everything. 
You know what I'm saying? Not is okay to be in the unknown because in the unknown is that's where you learn the best. Mm, it's okay to not know everything because in the unknown is where you learn things the best. Dope. All right, that needs to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> in fact, it needs to be on a t-shirt. We'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, you touched on on Myers Park. That was my introduction to you, and I'm going to be honest, Ruben. I had no idea who you were. Mm. I saw Jamla. And I saw the Stranger Things cover. Right. I said, let me let me get this. Right? Because I'm a fan of just labels. Like, if Jamla say, listen to it, I'll listen to it. Right? And that project really blew me. I actually remember where I was. I was going for a health checkup when I was listening to the album randomly enough. Go get my weight checked and my blood test and all that. And I remember listening to that project. And I'm like, this is a really dope project. Like, it came out of nowhere. Like, it felt like that. Right? So, yeah. I would ask you. When you look back at Myers Park, you look back at, at Boy Meets World, right? What would you say are some of those little lessons you took from those albums and put into into Love Is War? So, for example, for someone like me, you know, when I was working working on my album, I said, "All right, this album, my intonation wasn't that great. I'm going to work on that for the next yeah. album." What was it like for you in terms of what you the little bits you took and poured into this project? Um, you know, being the captain of your own shit. Not saying I wasn't for the last two projects. But I feel like this one I was the most hands on, and I was the most like, man, this is this is what I have to talk about, and this is, you know, I was really intentional with this one. Oh, another thing I learned is relatability and being relatable. Instead of I've learned in my years of you know working with Knife and being around Jamla is, you know, we 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 come from I come from a tree of you know making sure that you always bars bars lyricism, you know what I'm saying, and sometimes it's okay to sacrifice the craziest lines and metaphors and similes for being relatable and making a song that people can be like, yo, I can resonate with that. You know, this is, um, I think, you know, in the last records, I was trying to figure that out. And this one is where I figured it out. Even with Bottle Service, where people tell me like, yo, I went through that same thing. You know what I'm saying? Or other songs on the project. So for me, that's one thing, uh, definitely, you know, how I reflect my voice, my voice, like my voice is way higher on the last two projects, but it's also cause of, you know, puberty and me growing up and all of that stuff. But, um, you know, I think maturity was big for me on this one. I feel like, you know, because of my age for a long time, I felt like I wasn't getting, not saying I wasn't getting the credit I deserved, but I felt like, you know, people didn't understand all the way because I was so young. And I feel like this project was like me trying to like stamp that, like, you know, I'm not just no kid who can rap. You know what I'm saying? I'm an artist. And, you know, focusing on the artistry and letting people know who I am was big key for me. So those are uh, things that. Dope, dope. Um, you mentioned that you're 22. Yeah. And there's a parallel here. I discovered Ninth Wonders music when I was 21, wow. 22. Um, wow. When I discovered the listening. And Ninth Wonder soundtracked my early childhood uh, wow. Christmas went by and I, I pulled out some of those old instrumentals and it took me back to being in my bedroom listening to Ninth Wonder Beats on the forum it was it was like time it was a time machine bro it was mad and I know Ninth Wonder obviously has been so so instrumental in your career and I'd love to know because he said he wrote a tweet and he said um, he's 22 he's young but this has been a nine year process Okay. that you're looking at when you look at those nine years what would you say are some of those milestones where you realized oh this is big this is this is important here this is a turning point for me what were some of those for you um the first one the first big one for me was i was 17 16 i was 16 when mars park came up um i was working a nine to five because you know at home it wasn't the best situation so you know to make sure i was looking presentable at school and stuff like that. I was like, let me get a job. You know, mom's taking care of the bills. I'm not trying to put no more stress on her. Let me, I'm going to take care of my my clothes and all my school stuff. So that's why I started working a job. But I had quit my job. And because I, I remember I was trying to go to Knife's for uh, spring break because Knife was like, this is the time Knife was like trying to sign me for real. And I told my manager I was working at Chick-fil-A and it was like, nah, we're not giving you spring break off. So I quit. I walked out that night. Then I started working another job and Mike's Park had came out. And at, at the time, me being 16, I'm thinking that like, you know, having uh, 
getting messing with knife, like I'm just gonna get paid like right there. So I'm thinking like, you know, oh yeah, everything is gonna, everything about to happen as soon as I quit my job, the project gonna come out, we good. And I realized I had to get another job right after that. So then, you know, I something happened with that job. I ended up quitting, but I was sitting in my room and I was like, man, like, you know, becoming an up and coming artist is hard. Like, you know, I understand the money that goes behind it, how much you gotta invest. And then I went on Instagram and I was like, dang, like, you know, am I am I rushing the process because I'm a kid? I'm still in high school. Like, maybe I just need to go to school, work and figure it out later. I went on Instagram, Swiss Beach started following me. So that was big. That was a big milestone. Then uh, the year after that, I met Kendrick Lamar. He knew who I was. I'm a big Kendrick Lamar fan. Um, met J. Cole that same night. Uh, Isaiah Rashad showed me a lot of love. Um, you know, all these people that I, I was listening to on the bus going to school, I, I'm starting to meet, I'm starting to get acknowledgement from. I remember Swiss Beats telling me like, yo, I told I told Kendrick the same thing five years ago. You're going to be one of the ones. It might take a little bit of time, but you know, things is things are going to start rolling for you. So that's when I started realizing like, oh, this is big. And Knife and Swiss in a group chat going back and forth. I'm 17, they sending me beats. Like, yo, we trying to illmatic this like that. That's what they were saying. I'm like, what the world? Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, stuff like that started happening. Then once I graduated from high school, rap kind of took me under her wing, Rhapsody. And she was like, you know, taking me to L.A. with her. I'm being a fly on the wall in her meetings. I'm being a fly on the wall in the studio sessions. Me and people like Busta Rhymes, me and Hove, you know what I'm saying? All these people that, you know, I look up to. So that's when I was like, OK, this can work. You know what I mean? And then. You know, as the, the following just started to continue to grow, 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 grow as I was growing. And then eventually, you know, the rock called knife and was like, let's bring that kid over here. So, you know, moments like that, little moments like that, uh, you know, people just showing love and gratitude and people just uh, Method Man showing me love. And me and Method Man got an unreleased record in the vault, like so many things. That, and this is three years ago, Method Man, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so little things like that have continued to reassure me that I'm moving in the right direction. That's dope. That's so yeah. dope. Yeah, you said something now. I've got to ask you. Knife sends you beats in the group chat. Yeah. I just get requests in my, my group chat. It's more like, yo, like, Chris, I need this. I'm trying to get through to you and you're getting ninth beats on the group chat. Like, that is nuts. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, I'm not going to keep you too much longer because I know you, you've got business to take care of and you've got flights to catch. But I was on the I was on the timeline. Right, I'm gonna get in your business a bit because I'm nosy. And yeah. You said I need to find new hobbies and mm -hmm. things to do outside of rap. But before you answer that question, my man Summit has just jumped in the call. Uh oh. To pull up. My 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 bad. Like my I, all I, all I can <laughs> do is apologize, Ruben. Let me tell you something, no, right? Let me tell you something. I listened to the album again this afternoon. I don't do this normally. Yeah. This is a recording, right? I want to. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're good. We're good. Go to. I made this abundantly clear. I studied for this interview today. He wow. did. I don't do that. He did. Man. I did that because I usually just roll up, yo, this roll a couple questions over, 20 minutes, right. and we just rock out, right? And we did some great interviews because it's us two. Today, I had to like, study the Super Mario references that you put out. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like the Gulas <laughs> and. You know, the, uh, I, I want to know about the Ohio uh, players um, song point. Why was that used in the song that reminds you of Streets of Watching video? And why was he using that point? Like, I'm studying, bro, because it's you. And then the national <laughs> fucking grid comes and takes my whole house down and the whole area down. And then Chris right. had to hold it down. So I apologize. And I apologize to listeners too. Oh, good one, yo, um, Guru, Guru texted me too. He was like, yo, Summit is my dude. Y'all going to do an interview today just to let you know. I was like, man, I'm already knowing. Like, I was excited for the interview myself, so. No, that's good. Uh, he he, um, he got pulled up regardless. Yeah, no, no, no. This, I had to, like, my wife, my kid, like, they're in the other room. I'm like, no, I'm staying here until I figure this out. I'm staying <laughs> here until I figure this out. And literally, it was saying, like, uh, at the time, they were saying the estimated time we got a text from National Grid saying it'll take another hour. But thankfully, right. said, but we're here. And, yeah. you know, you guys carry on. You loot me where you want, Chris, and no, I'm, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I was about to wrap up, but bro, like, why why do we ask him about the um the Ohio players question, bro? That okay, is, okay, I got the Ruben, I got a question, bro. You got you got like ten minutes. You got I'm, ten minutes. I'm ready, bro. Let's go. Let's yeah, man, rock out, bro. Okay, all right, all right, all right, right. So listen, I was blessed enough to hear the album uh, before it came out, right? So I was gassed at that straight, right? When I got the email at like, two o'clock in the morning from Rock Nation, I was a gassed, gassed, right? <laughs> 
um and i and i really i really appreciate the the heads up prior to to be able to listen to it and i heard it in 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 different ways but one thing that stood out to me was um on the song i i had it i had it wrong it's um love what's the song called again it's not i i thought it was point of view but it's not it's um towards the, end of the album it's love is on your mind is that right is that correct oh uh, look what you did Look what you did. Sorry, forget yeah, bring him in. Toward yeah. the end of the album, right? Yeah. And and then you had that that reminds me of the streets is watching. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's the, it's, it's an interpolation of the Ohio players fop. And I, all it reminds me of is crack game rap game by Cove. Exactly, that was exactly the intention. Like putting that in there was in the intentional for sure. Okay, okay. Who who's who who was responsible for this such for such things? So uh, this this uh, incredible dude that I know named George Pettis. So we had an original sample, and I've never told this story, but I'm gonna tell this story for y'all exclusive. Come so on. So the original, the original of "Look What You Did" had a Jasmine Sullivan sample in it oh. from her from her album "Hotels," the song that she has with her. That's why it's called "Look What You Did" because there's a a, a lyric in the song where it's like, "Look what you did, kid." Let me see if I let me hold on. Let me see if I can pull it over real quick. Hold on, let me wow. See. Group chat sessions. I, I just found out submit that ninth sends Ruben beats on the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> why am I, why, I mean, I can't rap. Why am I not on the group chat? I mean, well, I, just my... bought, I just bought Vida from like just now. <laughs> I just bought his Vida just now. Literally just now, like about an hour ago. What did you just drop, right? Yeah, two and come with Vida the Kings. I literally, because yeah. Chris, let me tell you something, Ruben. Right? Chris here, right? Actual factual. This guy, when it comes to ninth, when it comes to Soul Council, this guy is tapped in more than I could ever be. He's the right. actual factual in this shit. He, like, he puts me onto stuff like that. We love soundtrack. We, we love we love the whole soul soccer. Soundtrack is my like I don't know what the I don't know what sorcery he is doing currently, but he's he's a magician. <laughs> he's never. No, yeah. If you if you can get it out, good. If not, don't worry about it. Oh no, nah, it's right. So so this is the original name. I don't know if y'all can read it, but it said hotels flip. That yeah, was we the can original see it. name of the song. And so we couldn't get the sample clear. Oh, damn it. So, so I hit my boy Cash who produced the beat, hit up George Pettis and was like, yo, we need to get this whole thing replayed. And one thing he did because he knew I, I had just signed to The Rock was he interpolated that Streets is watching the in the beginning and the end. And I hit him and I was like, yo, that's a crazy knocker. That's actually one of my favorite. Like that whole project of, I know a lot of people sleep on In My Lifetime Volume 1, but that's one of my favorite J albums because it has Streets is watching Imaginary Players. Uh, uh, What's the other word? Where I'm from. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, rap game, crack game, uh, a million and one questions. Like it has records on there. I know people talk about the baby face record or whatever, but that's one song. You know what I'm saying? That's it's like two, three songs max in there. I probably skip, but that album is incredible to me. So when he did that, I was like, yo, that was crazy because I remember being a kid and, and going on YouTube at like 13 and watching the streets, just watching DVD and like seeing the whole thing and like always just being fascinated with the where I'm from video and how rugged and raw it was and the fact that he did that it was just like a crazy nod to like hold and just like a thank you almost oh no, no, no that's that's dope thank you for for playing that we we super, super appreciate it i had i had some questions i know quick chris has asked some questions but i'm going to talk to you about how i feel about the album right okay because i really think it's a terrific album i really do this chris knows this guru knows this like i really feel it's a terrific album i think it's a solid effort I what I said to to Goo was, you. I always talk. I talk in football terms, like you know, like you guys talk basketball terms. I talk in soccer terms, right? Yeah. Like, you're like Gabriel Martinelli. He's like, a, like he's an emerging Brazilian footballer at Arsenal, killing it right now. Right. He's spin around everyone, and you just know he's gonna be world class. It's like Gabriel right. Barcelona. You just know they're destined for greatness, and that's how I feel about you. That's how right. I feel about you personally. I think this right. album is a representation of that. I think your presence on a record has there's something there's something happened like you've changed your cadences and um yeah. you you're I, I i could feel it when you did this freestyle before the album came out i could hear yeah. you up against everyone else and i was purely listening for the presence like an actor right we talked right. about how al pacino was trashed recently to denzel yeah. washington right but your presence yeah. on the record is it's amazing 
And, I, and yeah. credit to Everard Jamla, but that's important because you're right. owning that record. You're part of the you're part of the music at that point. So I love right. that, and I love that throughout the album. Um, let's talk about some things, right? You did some double entendres, like I love February thirteenth, but today, <laughs> yeah. but today, and that's for obvious reasons. But today, Bottle Service is my is my record today. Right? Yeah. Because I love the way reason becomes the personification of the alcohol. Like I love the idea around it. I'm listening to I'm just going, yo, shit. But on February 13th, there's a couple of things. As a 22-year-old man, I'm 38. And I'm thinking, how how are you able to paint these pictures? It's real to me. When you talked about um, ego bruised, uh, I, I let you put a dent in my armor. That's two okay. double hundred there. There's armor yeah. in your armor and there's armor as in love. Exactly, 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 exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, we, we, listen, we, we, we listen, bro. I'm telling you. He's like, he's like, find empathy. I feel like this is my karma. I pray these toxic traits don't like feed into my door. And I'm like, yo, that's exactly what I'm going through right now. I have a two, I have a two, I have a two and a half year old. And yeah. every day is a battle of going, yo, those toxic traits from family, ancestors, from the world. How do, and you're 22 years old and you're saying this shit. <laughs> and I just think like, that's that's amazing. I think like Rhapsody is amazing. I think the compliment on the record with her, I mean, her Mary J line is great. I just love that. But what I love is also her ending with the Kendrick link, the damn yeah. and the, like, it was just, yeah. it's so like, the thing I love about this album is there's songs being made. And right. I think that's important right now. You can rabbity rap. That's not right. a problem. But right. how, are you making songs that in five, ten years you can just groove to? Like, could you change the could you change the sequence of the album and it still flows? Yes. Because when yeah. I heard it, I didn't hear it in sequence. I heard bottle services first. And like wow. I heard it in different I heard it in different areas. I was like, it still bangs. Right. right. It's still bangs. And I and I like that. Um the Isley brothers reference, the walking in the footsteps and the between the sheets. Um, yeah. I think the the Hove line you say on Point of View is so layered as well because you know there yeah. was that thing about you know they couldn't put the thing on me to put the try to put the devil on me like yeah. and then you're talking about the Jays and people telling you sell your soul like oh. yeah. you used to trade Jays now they say I'm selling my soul y'all get a kick out of that I'll be kicking with Hove <laughs> the, the the one that got me again on February 13th is when you it's after the, I think it's after the Neo bar you said like I'm so sick like Neo. Um, uh, it's like love and division. You say her eyes look away. Um, you can't hide it. Uh, swear the shit ain't been since. It's just been divided. The, yeah, and you know, yo, you know how cruel that is, ladies and gentlemen. We talk about relationships. When right. you have a fight, when you have an ongoing um, disagreement with your partner, yes. Sometimes in that moment, that love, that thing you have with them disappears. You can't look them in the same. You can't look up. You're dividing now. You're not communicating. Right. When you're not on the same page as communication, that's important. When they say cliche, communication is the key. Cool, but is. like this is, and I, I just thought, oh my lord, oh my lord, have mercy. <laughs> and I know I'll come in, but bum rush the show like Public Enemy, and just like probably messed up the whole ever, uh, energy. But no, bro, go is, off, man. This is why I love this album. Like I love this album because if you really listen to what you're saying. Like the Vanessa in my bed, and she's still like Mr. Cooper. I'm like, yeah. Bro, when he hey. said that, yeah. Cause bro, Mr. Cooper, yo, Mr. Cooper was a fire show, you know. Vanessa, yeah, are you mad? What's yeah. her name? Holly Pete. Are you mad? Yeah. She was nice, yeah. you know. And you, yeah, you, 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 I was know, a fan. You took, you took it back with the ghoulers. Like, I, it's, it's, you know, there's a representation of you here, which yeah, I bro. think is important. I think, you know, I'm, I'm nobody in this game, but what I've seen is there's always a intense pressure on someone when, you know, you look at who's behind you, what, you know, the, the names, right? They think they then, ha they instantly have an expectation. But what people need to do is go in and listen to this as music. And Thank when you, you hear the musicality, when you hear, like what I love about this album, I haven't spoken to Guru about this, but what I love about the album is like, it's bits where like the bassin kicked in yeah, and it comes out, I can't remember what song it is, but like it's flowing with your voice. Right. Like if you, if you want to sound, if you want um, uh, a lesson in sound design and how to make rhythm move and how to make you feel move, listen to this album. I mean, let's right. not forget that Tony Dorsey fucking mastered the album too. I mean, Come there's on. some incredible Thanks. names. Legend. Come on. <laughs> bro, he's, he's, he just mentioned before you got on, like, he, he was listening to the album with Terrace Martin, bro. Imagine having Terrace Martin just yeah, listen to the listen, album. Listen, listen, listen. Come, Come on, man. Listen, Terrace Martin. If you have not talked about Terrace Martin, if we you have. can, very quickly. Go ahead, um, Talk about, like, you went from 
East Side Sunset to so Love mm-hmm. Is War. Yeah. Talk about the influence of Terence Martin and that and and reworking uh, Love Is War in that respect. So the night that Terence Martin heard the record was crazy because I didn't even I haven't even went in full detail of that night. So we pull up to Terrence Martin's house. The first person walking out is corrupt. He was just in there with Terrence. And he was like, what's up, man? Guru, he dap guru up. Guru was like, this is my young bull. He's like, freestyle for me right now. So I freestyle for two minutes. He's like, that. He's like, yeah, that's crazy. He walked out, did, walked in. It's Terrence Martin and Robert Glass were sitting in there. And they were like, all right, play us some of the music. So I'm playing on the music. I'm playing on the music. And then Terrence was like, I love these records. He was like, you rapping? He was like, but who are you? And it was a, it was a, it was an ego check for me because I had walked in there. I just seen corrupt. I freestyle for him. I was like, man, I got this game in a bag. Like I'm here. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, who are you? And you know, when Esau sunset, the title of that was like, you know, the song that a lot of the album at first was made in the summertime. The sun was about to go down. We we're trying to put it out in the fall for a little bit. Um, and then, and I'm from the east side of Charlotte. So I was calling it the east side sunset, telling that story like that. Um, which I think is still an incredible title or whatever I do with that. And later on, it will be tight fire. But Love is War made more sense with what I was going through. And when Terrence said, who are you? I think I went home and I started to like, you know, internalize all the things I've been dealing with in the past two years. And I was like, Love is War is the perfect name. And the reason why even war came about is because my mom and dad had started telling me like stories from when they, uh, from the Liberian Civil War in the 90s. And they were telling me a lot of that. And I'm like, man, and around the same time, I was big on trying to find self-love and, you know, self-care uh, and just loving myself. So I was like, man, love is war, really. And I was like, wait, that's real. Like, and I was like, it's 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 such a like a, a paradox statement, but it is real because love is war. You know what I'm saying? And to get to self-love, you have to go through many battles. And I feel like that's what I was dealing with. And, you know, shout out to Terrence Martin because he, he he changed the gear in my mind up there. Yeah, now he's he's an incredible mind when it comes to music. So, and that, and look, you're you're in good company. I think we'll wrap up now, definitely. Um, but because we've taken too much of your time, and we appreciate you, and you will always be welcome. I can't wait for you to be here. But like, I think I really, I really did enjoy this album, and it's not because I'm biased. Because everyone knows my everyone on this podcast knows my bias. But I'm gonna <laughs> stop saying Guru's name on this podcast because people get jealous too. So I'm gonna stop doing <laughs> that. Right? Everyone, everyone thinks I'm like clout chasing. Someone said to me like. Not everyone, not everyone can be friends with Guru. And I was like, that's my brother. He's not even my friend. But that's yeah. a different story. That's another stunt. But, yeah. um, but like, I, I don't like. I, th- I think it's. I think what you what you've put together. I think what the team have put together because it's you and everyone else, and it's a it's a it's a collaborative effort. And I think I love what Jamla are doing as a collective. Chris too. I know that for a fact. Like that that is like Swank and Dank and Soundtrack yeah. and like GQ? you guys. Come on, man. Every G, like, guys are yeah. killing it. And I just think yeah. that hip hop, music, anyone can say whatever they want, but it's in good hands as long as you guys are there and 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 shining. And I think that's important. I think, um, you know, just just the journey. To, I'm just thinking about it now, like, you know, track two. You're talking about, yeah, I want some, I want some um, sexual relations. But right. by track six, you're lamenting. Like, there's Is some, that- like, you know, like that's there's a journey in that. I, I yeah, gotta say, bro, you know yeah. that the tricking song? Yeah. yeah, listen, you see when I get in my little ignorant mode? Um, <laughs> I love that song, bro. Trick a bitch. That's just wrong. I'm like, it's yo, it's in your head. Hook, and I just, yeah. it, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy you said that, uh, Submit, about how, because I said this before you got in the interview, where I was like, you know, I did that intentionally. Whereas, like, track two, I'm talking about just wanting sex relationships, no relationship. And then by the end of the album, it's all these different emotions. But it's because I start the the project off speaking from my ego, speaking from a young a young man's ego. He's 21, 22. He's feeling himself. And then I get into these things the things I start to battle and things I have to face. And then I get to the point of like, man, I got to shine through that. But that was all intentional on the sequence of the project. On oh, why track oh, yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, oh. sequencing is like I love I love a good sequence album. I think the middle part of this album when you're going from to time flies i mean janet janice i mean the way you just intertwined with that was brilliant too like i love i love that but like from time flies all the way through to like five eight nine it's solid like and i love yeah. chris knows this too and i talked about this in the podcast before i love an album with a solid middle it's like thriller yeah. thriller has a great solid middle yeah. part of the album it's brilliant and it carries the album i think that's 
I think that's what I think this album is going to be really, really important in your catalog. Um, it's your origin story in some ways, but you've done music before that. But I think people, when they come back to it, like they always like with Kendrick, they always talk about Good Kid, but they forget about Section Eighty. But you've you've done things before. I think right. this album is going to be really important to set the tone of who you are. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I caught it, but maybe you were talking about kids, but you said my first one, I'm going to be like this, but my third one, I'm a pop. And I don't yeah, know if you meant about albums. That, that, was a, that was a double entendre. I was right. saying I pop, like, I was like, because I'm a firstborn for my for my uh, my mother. And I was, you know, I was like, I pop out like a firstborn. By the time I first pop, I removed a curse for him. So, like, by the time I had my first son, I'm going to remove a curse for him. But at the same time, I'm saying by the time my first project dropped, which is Love is War, I'm going to remove the curse that I've been dealing with. Yeah. By the time my thirds drop, y'all going to be my sons. You know, so it was a play on that. You know what I mean? So it's I, thought like, I, called, I thought I called something similar. Yeah. Now, see, you listen, we listen now. Listen, listen. Um, and we appreciate you, bro. Like, I'm really sorry, power outage. Literally, as we got on 701, whatever time it was, the whole thing went off. And I was just like, yo, I, I, I don't study for, I don't, listen, I'm sorry. I've thought it ever, this is my source I'm giving out. I don't study for interviews. I just come up with some ideas. I send to Chris. We go cool. And then we just freestyle the right. thing, right? This Thank I to like, yo, I can't let Guru die. I got to listen to this. And Guru Thank comes you. to me and says, you got this wrong. I'll let big bro down. Like, bro, I he my hair. Morning. He texts me this morning like, yo, some is going to interview you today. You know, it's going to be dope. He's like, he knows what he's talking about. I was like, man, I'm already, I've been, I'm been ready for this interview. So no, I, I was already. You. My I combed shit. my hair, Ruben. I combed my hair, bro. I combed it. <laughs> also, to add to the last song, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but I produced that record. Yes, Excuse point of view, okay. you did. Right. Hold you on, did. hold on, hold he did. on. He did. You, you, pre- this that because yeah. he was a, he's a, look. If you look at the credits, because we 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 read liner notes, and I want the yeah. physicals, bro. Like, I ain't yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need I need the credits uh, for this. I need to know who produced. We need to, we, so so if you look, he he's produced point of view. But also talk to it as well. But he's also a recording engineer on some of the songs as well. Yes, yes, and that's important. That's why he's, he's, he's in bed. Oh. Yeah. Where, where you get all this information from, bro? <laughs> from me. Yeah, because I, I want landing those, bro. Ruben, I you need told Lana. Me. You I thought you dropped the room. I, I, I get information. Look, I I pay attention. Um, I've I, I know Ruben's talked about it before about point of view being his album. He put on his story recently. Oh, and like, okay. He was playing it, and 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 Guru was like, "What was that?" So I knew about that record, but Tidal, bro. Tidal, yeah. right. Ruben, Tidal I was your a few, friend. A few weeks ago, I, I tweeted you about credits for Boy Meets World and you sent them to me. So salute for that. Yeah, no doubt, bro. You <laughs> Yeah. Uh, listen, I need credits, man. Listen. <laughs> no, we do. We, we, we read it. Like this is, this is what I do. I read the credits. So, you know, I, I think I think it's important that like, you invested in this project. And I think like, like honestly, the bit, this is going to be a lot of fruit and, Look, man, when you come to when you come here or when I come over there, we got a child. Cause I honestly I've got a lot of affinity for you, bro. Like I think it's it's um not many people get me excited anymore. There's there's okay. very far few. And I think like you got something in you. Cause there's a there's an old soul in that young physical in you. Like you are very young, but you can it's I don't know, it's something about how you can put things together or absorb information and the way in which you put it out, there's a skill in that. And to do it at your age, shit. I didn't uh, know two plus two when I was at your age. You're you're <laughs> different level. So um now, nah, but God bless. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, Ruben. Appreciate you. And uh appreciate thank you for your patience, bro. All the best, bro. I needed I needed I needed to hear all of this today, man. I'm about to go to the studio. So hearing this definitely. Please do, was... man. Like, yeah, man honestly, gas, like, gas up gas up yourself, man. Beat your chest in the booth. You, should. you gotta do. You should gas I, up the thing. It was the bit like I keep going on because I I'm so I'm so thrown off, right? I think it was one of the BET ciphers. And the, the stuff that you did with Sway, I was watching that and I was like, yo, the other MCs are great, but there's a presence in your voice, bro. You use that, utilize that. That yeah. will get you, like that voice, that's going to be unique to you. Everyone knows Ruben on the track, but you own it like an actor. You own it like Pacino, you own it like De Niro. That's incredibly important when it comes to these bars because people, not a lot of people can develop that. So shout out Dang. to the coaches too. Yes. yes, shout out to my coaches, man. Go the real Phil Jackson, the rap Phil Jackson. I told him that last year. I said you you co you coach Jordan now, you coaching Kobe, man. Come wow. on. Man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Talk up the things, man. Talk it yeah, up. Yeah, no, man. Have a good shooting session, bro. We appreciate yeah, man. you. Man. Enjoy it. Appreciate y'all, man. Peace. Thank you. Peace. Peace.
piece to Mr. Vincent once again. Uh, a a young, a young, a young individual, but an old soul man. It's funny when you mentioned old soul. He kept ref- before you got on the call. He kept referring to himself as old soul. Really? Yeah, he kept saying it. He's an old Listen, soul. I studied for this man. Yeah, man. I yeah, man. You, I said when you when you said your questions over, I said, oh, it's one of them. It's yeah, one it's of one, them. It's one of them. One. I sat there. Listen, to, that's, what, that's what I said. Like later in the day, I'll have the questions for you because you were bright yeah. early. I was like, look, later in the day, I'll have some questions. So I want to listen to it again. And I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm being honest here. I don't listen to everyone's project again and again on the same day. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't put the same. I, if 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 I feel it, I'm coming prepared. And when you know I'm prepared, then you know it's game. It's all yeah. game. And so I wanted to, I wanted to come with the real game because I think a lot of people are going to interview Ruben. And I wanted ours to be up there when it comes yeah, of to course. of course, the, of course, reference points and 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 down the line, people can come back to our interview. Watch it on YouTube. You know, smash that like button. You know, I love to say smash that like because <laughs> we're on YouTube. Tell them we're on YouTube. Yeah, we're on YouTube. Break the atoms. Same as our Twitter and same as our Instagram. Because some um, other idiot out there owns breaking atoms and they're not using it. But go ahead. That's okay. That's all right. It's that's okay. not okay, bro. People know. People know how to search. It's okay. But but I wanted this I wanted this because I feel I I feel strongly about about guy and and reason and my bias reasons as such. But that's what it is. Like if if my if my peoples rock, I rock with my peoples. That's just who I am. So, yeah. but also it turns out that he's a really really good he's a good rapper. And yeah, he's making, he is. And I, and I and I think like probably people I don't know how I don't know what the expectation may have been. Maybe people thought he would come with a rapidly rap, just spiritual miracle. And just wrap his out arse off. But I'm kind of glad he came with this kind of themed project of Love is War and I'm going to show you how I can make music. That's interesting. That's good. interesting you say that because I had a feeling he would have come with. I don't know. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. A, I'm not, you know. But I understand why you're saying that because he said at the beginning, so you listen to it, you know, it's, it's a lot of rap rap. But I, I think I know what Jamla's on, bro. Yeah, you them can man, see it. Yeah, them, them, man, them man are out here making projects, bro. They're making yeah. they're making projects. They're making from, you music. know Swankin' King Draft, the GQ, the, them man make projects, bro. Yeah. And you talk yeah. about being a brand you can trust. I know when I buy a Jamla thing, it's a project. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. full meal in it. It's it's the chicken and the coleslaw. I mean, we've seen it with Rhapsody too. We've yeah, seen of it, course. We've seen, we've seen that. We've seen, seen the you've same. Seen it, you've seen it work. You've seen it work, and I think that's important. I think what they're teaching the artists at Jamla is how to make music because they care about the culture. Mm-hmm. It's not disposable rap. This isn't disposable hip hop. This is something to go, how do we set standards? They're, what we're trying to do here, we're trying to do it for the culture, right? We're trying to give back. We're trying to provide reference points. They're doing the exact same thing, but they're doing Absolutely. it at a higher level um, and they've got the right people doing it. And I think that's why I want Jamla to succeed as as much as I, I wanted to succeed. And they are, they're succeeding, but I wanted to be top of the top and they're going to, they're going to continue to sign artists who wait. They just signed Mussolini. Congrats to him Yes, too. and I like that because he's he's very different to everyone else on the label. Very different. Dope. But him in Dope. crisis. Dope. Him in crisis. Dope. I still need to get have, the album. They have a very good chemistry. The the album he did with Ninth as well, there's a song on there called Miami oh, yes. Vice. Yeah, yeah, One of my favorite songs from last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 To, well, I'm still, to I'm still a Ninth Wonder junkie, you know. So yeah, I know, I know, I know. Well, look, Produced we'll by Ninth Wonder. Are you mad? Well, listen, when we get Ninth Wonder on the podcast, I'm going to say hello, introduce it, and just sit back and watch you do the Bro. thing. Bro. I don't need to interview Ninth Wonder. Like, I love Ninth Wonder, and I can explain to him why I have great affinity to him. But in terms of an interview, I'm simply going to sit back and just let you run. Same with Hove. I would, I would, I would suspect if, if we ever got a Hove interview... Just you introduce a thing and just let me run. I've got questions for him still. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. I'll sat for I've got questions for him. Brother, let me do the lyric breakdown of all that in it. Please, man. Please, man. Please, bro. Please, I beg you in it. I beg you in it. No, no. All right, right. Okay, fine, fine. All I need, bro. They love that song. Still listen to it, bro. Like right, it come out yesterday. Song, it's a good song. It's not like song. it come out yesterday, bro. It gasses me, man. Yeah, it it it, it does. But no. Uh, peace to Ruben. Peace to Matt. Peace to Guru. Thank you so much, um, guys. Appreciate you. Yeah, we 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 appreciate you. As always, you can follow us at Break the Atoms on Twitter and Instagram. Chris's handle is at I'm Kinetic. You can follow me on Instagram at Hip Hop Chronicle. Kind of done with Twitter at the moment, man. I keep active. 
I deactivated and then reactivated it because I thought I, I know, you may I want to tag this me. Week. Yeah, I noticed this week. I couldn't tag you. I said, oh. Yeah, but I reactivated it because I thought, I you know you, what, just add it up there. I can't, I can't, I can't stand that. Bro, listen, protect your mental health, protect your space. Whatever it is you need to do, I respect it. Come back to it later. Or don't come back, bro. You're always here, man. It don't matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here in the physical, innit? Bruv, come on, man. Sometimes you got to be like Dr. Claw, innit? People don't need to see you, but you're making moves. Exactly. You see, I got the 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 the, the ninth wonder God stepson in the background. Right? I found it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a bright day as well. So you know, just, just you know you what? Know. When I come in, because I can't find my copy. When I come you and want, see, you want a copy of that? I'm bringing. No, I want a copy there. I'm bringing my copy CD there? drive. You can take I'm bringing my copy, CD drive. No, 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 give no. it to you. No, 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 no. That's you yours, can take bro. the copy. I right, say, send it. You can take the copy. Come yeah. here, take the copy. I'm gonna cool take that, bro. I can't find. I have the deluxe. I can't find it. I don't mind. I don't mind gifting music. Like that's okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take that. Like, I'm gonna take that. Take it. Take it. Say, but thank I you. Need, I need a copy from ninth though, innit? I need a copy from ninth. Did you order that? No, no, no. That's mine. That's my personal collection. Oh yeah, I'm all that. Sorry. Yes, yeah, right. I want to shout out my new rabbit. What? I got a rabbit. Me For and Roxy real? got a rabbit, bro. Yeah, man. The Let's rabbit's go. name is Shiloh, bro. Shiloh and that. Shout out to Shiloh. The new rabbit, bringing okay. peace to the yard. Yeah, man, we got pets, bro. Okay, my wife had rabbits. Oh, 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 had or has? Had, because we don't live down live with us. Oh, so, oh so, so it's not a rest in peace thing? One of them's a rest in peace thing. All right, man, pour out some liquor for what was the rabbit's name? Sorry, in that. Uh, marshmallow was the... Oh, yeah, the, man. Yeah, yeah, peace, yeah. peace to Marshmallow, innit? Yeah, I'm what? sorry about that. Moment I don't think my wife didn't because it might, it might make her upset. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah still, still. Sorry, innit? Sorry, in that. But no, no, that's... that's yeah, man, we got a, we got a rabbit, bro. She likes um, Charlie's good name. She likes she likes Dilla. She likes rare groove. Um, just eats mad hay, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegetarian, mad hay. Pardon? Vegetarian in that hay. Yeah, in yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you a picture, bro. Shout out to Shiloh. That's oh, that's wonderful, man. I'll put a name in a verse already. Oh, I forgot. I forgot a verse, bro. Of, I'm of, gonna send Charlotte? you. The, no, bro. I wrote a verse, bro. Okay. I have to send it to you. It's my greatest feature ever, bro. Okay. I'm 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 all here for it. Thank you, you know. thank you, thank you, sir. I might, I might have another power outage while you send it, but that's nah, it. so it's all right, it's all right, innit? Pay your bills though, innit? I no, I paid my bills. The nah, whole pay area your, went. Nah, pay your bills, bro. Listen, you can Google this. This is nah, Google. Nah, pay your bills, bro. You must pay your bills, man. Stop asking for extra time. Sorry, sorry. We've longed this out. Everyone's probably sorry. Got sorry, so sorry, guys. We don't speak often, innit? Yeah, we sorry, don't. Sorry, innit? Sorry in that, but um, you uh, you can still. I'm really glad, by the way, we're on YouTube. Just to let you know, we are. Yes, I'm very glad we are. We are. We're there. I'm glad we're on YouTube, so you can follow us there. You can watch the interviews there. You can see uh, what we call booty. That's what we say Punjabi is face, bro. You can see my booty. You get me? Do you know what? You know what a rabbit is in Punjabi? What is it? A Hindi kargosh. Say that again. Kargosh. Kargosh. Kar. Kar. Gosh. Uh, why, why, why is my wife like had been in the background, bro? I don't know, man. It's like oh, echo in it, surround yeah. sound. No, no, no. Take, take time, Roxy, in it. Take time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why? Oh, why? Well, ladies, Hindi, ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, that's Mrs. Mitchell in the background telling me how to speak Hindi in it. Like, you learn something new every day in that. Good I gosh, respect man. it. Say that Good again. Gosh, Good I'm going to learn that and come back to you. Thank you, man. Thank you. But no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy you got a pet. That's wicked, man. Yeah, man. Stop. Take care of it, man. They, they, um, they're fun. They jump yeah. around. They're fast. They're, they're fun, bro. Bro, I, I had to I had to flinch one time. She jumped. I said, Ooh. "Yeah, they 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 do that." Like, I, I remember. They're fast, bro. They're fast. But Carl Lewis ain't got nothing on them, bro. bro Carl Lewis ain't fast, got nothing, bro. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. But yeah, peace to everyone. Appreciate peace. you. We just we just don't talk to each other that much. That's why you are now man. just getting you just are getting a regular phone call between me and Chris at this point. Word. Um, but we don't care because we spoke to Ruben Vincent, and I'm glad about that too, bro. Really, uh, uh, are we? Are we the first UK outlet he's spoken to? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Good. Flex. Because I didn't see no one else. And um, I'm, gl I'm glad we did it. So and yeah. it's, also, it's also nice about like the, he's like, yo, Guru told me. That's nice, man. I didn't yeah, know man, that. Yeah, man. No, seriously. Shout out to Guru, man. Like, he, he texts man in it. Like, because, you know, sometimes you have to send that extra oomph. Yeah, but he didn't need to. I just, I just. Well, it helps, I bro. Said, I just said to him, I'm speaking to Mr. Vincent tonight. He's like, oh shit, I didn't know. And then that's it. And then but he, he messaged Ruby. That's nice. I have met, that warns me. I miss yeah, my guy. Man. I miss that's my guy dope. in it. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I'm sorry in it. I'm all over the place today. I miss my guy in it. Go like, see I him really then, miss my guy, bro. Go see him then, man. Bring him a sandwich. Sorry, Nat. Sorry, Nat. Sorry, Nat. Bring him a cheese and onion sandwich. Um, 
financial crisis now, isn't it? Sorry, yeah, no. man. Pay your, no, pay, I, your I, pay your internet want, bill first, though, isn't it? Pay your I bill want, first. I'm pl- I, I I do I definitely plan to go to New York this year. Word. But, you know, I miss my guy in it. That's it. I miss my guy in it. So anyway, right. Let's get the hell out of here. I've done I've done the social stuff. Anything else you'd Have like you? to say before we Nah bro. Shout out to Shiloh. Shout out to everyone. The entire Northwest London. Shout out to Bromley. I was down in Bromley today riding around listening to Usher and Fish and okay. Chip. Shout out to the whole community, man. <laughs> None no, of my true, community bro. though, right? None of my community though, I right? I said the community. Take how you want the it. Community, oh, wow. yeah. Take how you want it. Okay. Shout yeah. out to the whole universe, bro. The earth, bro. And sometimes I say my grandma praying at night when she was uh, when she was alive, bro. You know, my grandma used to say, "I want to yeah. pray for the entire world." I used to sit there think, bro, you know how many people are in the world right now? You know, you can't pray for all of them, innit? You know, you don't know. Yeah. Rest in it peace. Does. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like you know, let people let let people have their ha, have their truth. Like if that if that's what makes if that what fills her with warmth, then you know that's okay, man. That's true. I, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say the solar uh, the solar system, the Milky Way, the universal yep. intelligence matrix. Bro, I never forget when I saw that in Cannabis's um inlay card on his first album. He said, "Shout out to the universal intelligence matrix." I said, "What is that?" He said, "AKA God." I said, "This guy's different." Oh my god! Oh my god! I never you know forgot what? that. You know what I was thinking about, like, last week or so. I was thinking, you know, we're back, and it's good that we're back. And I think, like, it's kind of quite easy for us to be very good at doing this, just talking and stuff. And then we come to this outro, and I think to myself, God damn, we've descended into madness. Into madness, bro. But you know what it is, isn't it? They said, um, I remember being at church one time, and this is the last thing I'm going to say. Go on, go The preacher said, man must talk. They said, man must talk, right? Sometimes as men, we don't get this space to really talk like that. This is true. And it's not, it's not necessarily, you know, no one's stopping us from talking. It's just sometimes when man, them link up and want to talk, you know, and build like, oh, shout out to Johnny. You know, our our mutual friend, Johnny. I saw him yesterday. We sat down, we ate food. We talked like men. Shout out to him. My guy. It's because we don't see each other often, you see. So it was like, we got to connect and it's like, yo, like we missed each other, man. Shout out to Johnny, man. That's my guy. Shout out to Johnny, You got a daughter as well, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing, bro. It's a thing. Yeah, it's, it's a daughter's thing, isn't it? It's a daughter's thing, isn't it? Kids in the nursery now, it's a thing, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You man are broke pocket for the next four years, bro. Good luck to you. That's why you can't pay your internet bill, but nursery <laughs> fees, <laughs> isn't it? It's them nursery fees. <laughs> it's, it's why I had the power outage. It's yeah, actually, bro. Nursery it was, fees. It was the local council in the nursery going, you ain't paid. You ain't paid for this month. Yeah. Um, Ruben, Ruben have, who? Ruben who? Yeah, we're, we're taking your we're yeah. taking electricity. Yeah, them man, they turn off the button. They say, Ruben what? Yeah, I need a free summit t-shirt by the way now. Yeah, my free summit, bro. <laughs> All right. We are out. Peace. Peace. Peace.